Hey there everybody, it's RJ with another episode of RJ's Pit Stop. Just got done watching an insane race at Darlington tonight. Their second race at Darlington in a span of three or four days, however long it was. What a race. Unreal. I mean, this race literally had everything. If you weren't a fan of tonight's race, you just don't like NASCAR. Uh, there's nothing else that you could have wanted to see and not seen tonight. Uh, if you are a fan of the sport, this is exactly what we needed. A couple weeks ago on GMs for Hire, I mentioned how NASCAR was the first sport to return. They were going to be the first one back, as other major sports leagues are still searching for how they're going to return. NASCAR needed to put on a show. You're the only show in town. All eyes are on you. And boy, they delivered tonight. Sunday was good, but tonight... NASCAR lived up to exactly what I was saying. They had to put on a show for their diehards, but also the casual fans that don't know anything about NASCAR and were just flipping through the channels and happened to see it. And boy, if you did stumble across it, you couldn't turn it off. What a, what a race. Uh, Denny Hamlin gets his second win of the season, his third career win at Darlington. This guy... Give him a championship. This guy needs a championship because he is a Hall of Fame driver. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's got plenty of wins. He's won everything you can to win except a championship. Denny Hamlin, man, give that guy a champion. I personally believe Denny Hamlin is the greatest NASCAR driver of all time who does not have a championship. I'm sorry, Mark Martin fans. I just think Denny Hamlin has solidified himself as one of the best that's never done it. Um, but Clint Boyer, start here. Clint Boyer goes out and wins stage one and stage two. The first time in his career he's ever gone out and won the first two stages of a race. Uh, he obviously did not cap it off with the win. He had a tire go down, knocked the wall down with about 35 to go, something like that. Big day for Clint, though. I mean, come on. You just watched your teammate, Kevin Harvick, go out there and dominate Sunday. Eric Almarola has been consistently in the top 10. You've got another rookie with Cole Custer, but all eyes to me are on Clint Boyer and that 14 car. We know they have speed. We know it's not the equipment. Boyer needs to step it up, and I think Boyer's had some good runs. I think he's just a little inconsistent. Tonight, he was well on his way to a top five, maybe a top three finish, if he could get, maybe even a win. Maybe he could get up there and boot Hamlin out of the way. Um, Speaking of getting booted out of the way, um, man, Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch. I don't know what you call that. Uh, I don't think Kyle Busch intentionally wrecked Chase Elliott. Uh, I think Kyle Busch already knows that he's public enemy number one. The last thing he needs to do is wreck the most popular driver with 20 to go, battling for second and potentially battling for a win. Uh, I don't think it was on purpose. Uh, it would be stupid of him to do it. Uh, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Chase Elliott's got a torn-up race car while Kyle Busch finished second tonight. Uh, I would imagine that every fan out there had some sort of reaction to it. I know my reaction was, oh my God, what are you doing? I don't know if his spotter said he was clear. If that's the case, that spotter needs to be looking for a job tomorrow morning because he was not anywhere close. Uh, when you see things like this that maybe you miss it by an inch or two, something like that. Kyle Busch 
was not clear of Chase Elliott, and it wasn't close. Stevie Wonder could have been spotting uh, Kyle Busch and told him, hey, you're not clear, bud. Chase is still on your outside. That didn't stop Kyle Busch from coming up, dumping Chase. Oh, man, but Chase Elliott, how about him giving the finger to Kyle as he drives by? Love it. We need more personality. Uh, I'm going to get back to that feud in just a second. Uh, I want to mention Ryan Priest finished in the top 10 in stage one after starting on the pole. Unfortunately, he had a motor get away from him within the first couple laps of stage two. He, I mean, I think he finished the first stage seventh or eighth. Man, running good. That's a potential career night for Ryan Priest that goes away because of an engine. Um, insane. Terrible, terrible luck for him. You hate to see that. Darlington. Darlington has to have multiple races. Uh, I mentioned that if you're a fan of NASCAR, you were a fan of this race. From Sunday and then what we saw tonight, Darlington put on an absolute fantastic show. NASCAR going to Darlington once a year, Labor Day weekend for the Southern 500, is not enough. They need to run Darlington twice a year. Now, I don't know when exactly that second date should be. Maybe it should be right around this time of year. Mother's Day weekend, maybe. That'd be a good time for it, I think. When Before they moved Darlington back to Labor Day weekend, they were running it on Mother's Day weekend. So how about we get two Darlington races, one on a Saturday night before Mother's Day, and then the other one on Sunday night before Labor Day. I like it, but Darlington getting one race is not enough. Why does Kansas have two races? Why does New Hampshire have... Or no, New Hampshire got a race taken away. I'm sorry. Why does Kansas have two races? Why does Las Vegas have two races? Why do some of these other tracks, Michigan, Pocono, some of these other garbage tracks have two races, but Darlington, the oldest super speedway in NASCAR, I mean, an absolute, just dynamite, just fantastic track, puts on great races, unreal, makes the drivers work, and they only get one race? NASCAR has said that the 2021 schedule was going to look very different from what we've been accustomed to seeing. One of the things they need to do is give Darlington an extra date. And maybe I'm biased just because I'm from the South and I think there should be more NASCAR races in the South, but Darlington needs a second date. What we saw Sunday and tonight were fantastic, and we still get to go back in September. It's, it's going to be in the playoffs, Labor Day weekend, Southern 500. Big tradition race. I love it. Darlington needs a second date. Uh, that's straight up. There it is. Don't, don't argue with me. Darlington needs a second race. Period. Kyle Busch versus Chase Elliott. Here you go, NASCAR. Here it is. Handed to you on a silver platter. Your most popular driver, Chase Elliott, was just wrecked by the most hated driver by the fans in the garage, Kyle Busch. This is exactly what you wanted. You want rivalries. The reason NASCAR had such exponential growth in the 90s is because you had Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon who went at each other on the track all the time. Dale Earnhardt, fan favorite. Jeff Gordon, this new kid that, eh, I don't know if we like him or not. I love him. This is exactly what NASCAR has been missing, is the rivalries. I'm sorry. NASCAR has lost viewership. They've lost attendance. They've lost everything the last few years. It's not the racing. 
I'm sorry, the racing right now is as, is as good as I've ever seen it. I think it's fantastic. The point system, amazing. It's, it's simple. You win the race, you get 40 points. You finish dead last, you get one point. This is so much better than the way it was in the old days where you got 175 points for winning, and then you got your five points for leading the lap, 10 points for leading the most laps, all that other garbage. No, it, it sucked. The point system, fantastic. The cars, fantastic. They actually kind of look like the street cars. Not like the 70s, where it literally was a street car, but a lot more than, say, the car of tomorrow and that whole era from the early 2000s to 06, you know. These cars actually look like Camaros, Mustangs, and Camrys that you see on the road. The cars are great. The racing is great. The point system is great. The playoffs. Oh, my God, the playoffs. NASCAR was lacking a Game 7 atmosphere. Baseball has it. Hockey has it. Uh, basketball has it. Football has their playoffs where it's a one it's a one game deal. You're you know, you win or you go home. NASCAR now has four game seven scenarios, basically. Three elimination races and then the championship race at the end of the year. It's win or it's go home. I love the playoffs. It's it's amazing. Um, the double file restarts, how they implemented that a few years ago. Anyway, I can sit here and name all this stuff that NASCAR has done to improve the product on the track and it's worked the only thing they're lacking now is drivers and it's not the talent it's the personality we need the drivers to show more personality chase elliott showed personality tonight by standing on the apron and flipping kyle bush off as he drove by i love it nascar take this gift and run with it promote it until you can't promote it anymore Kyle Busch, we hate Kyle Busch, everybody hates Kyle Busch, versus Chase Elliott, second generation star, everybody loves Chase Elliott, make this a rivalry, now, for it to be a great rivalry, obviously, they're going to have to race each other on the track, and be, you know, door to door, most weeks, and, you know, Kyle Busch has won a lot of races, and Chase has been kind of a 7th or 8th place guy, so they need to step it up a little bit, but man, hype it up. NASCAR, you were given a gift tonight. A gift. Chase Elliott, you were also given a major opportunity. You are already the most popular driver in the sport. Right now, you can make your stock skyrocket. You go out there this upcoming weekend at Charlotte for the Coke 600. You go out there and you dump Kyle Busch. Sir, here you go. You're already the most popular. Well, now you're even more popular. That is how you submit cement yourself as the man. I've said it for the last few years. NASCAR needs the guy to take them into the next 10 to 15 years. They've lost Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Jr., Carl Edwards. They're losing Jimmy Johnson this year. NASCAR needs the guy going forward. Chase, you are the guy. Prove it. You need to take advantage of this. You need to take Kyle Busch out. Obviously, you have to be smart about when and where you do it. I don't want to see Kyle Busch get hurt. Nobody wants to see that. He is great for the sport, even though everybody hates him. Chase, here's your opportunity. Hopefully, you take it. NASCAR, when he, if he does take that, don't you dare punish him. Don't you park him. Don't you fine him. Don't you suspend anybody. This is what you need. You need rivalries. You need a reason for the casual fan to watch your product. 
That's how other sports are so great. I am not a basketball fan. I, I, not really, honestly. You're, you can bet I watched all 48 minutes of Kobe Bryant's last game. He was a star. People love stars. Rivalries. People love rivalries. When Russell Westbrook and the Thunder played against Kevin Durant and the Warriors for the first time after Kevin Durant left to go to the Warriors, I was glued to that game. Don't care about the NBA. I literally don't. I'm a Tar Heel. I love college basketball, not the NBA. But you can bet I watch that game. It was a rivalry. NASCAR, here you go. This was a gift. Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, they have a problem. Make money off of it. That's all I got for you. Looking forward to Charlotte this weekend. Coke 600. It's going to be a good one. It always is. See you guys later.